Well, good evening. How are you doing tonight, church? Why don't you take your seats? I'm just going to... Good, thanks, team. did excellent. Well, over the last few weeks, if you've been to one of our evening services, you would know that we have been uh, chatting about worship. So what is worship? Why do we worship? How do we worship? Uh, and tonight... Um, big surprise, I'm going to talk to you about worship. Um, Worship is something that I am incredibly passionate about. Um, I love worship, I love to worship, and I love it when we get to come together and worship. And tonight, I just want to share with you a bit about my own journey in worship um, and what I've learnt through my uh, life so far. Um, and also, why it is we worship? Why do we do it? Why is it important that we worship? So, um, as uh, Pastor Ben said just before, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up with uh, parents who were pastors, um, and so majority of my childhood was spent, uh, me and my three siblings, we were attending every service, every midweek meeting, every midweek practice, I remember sleeping underneath the seats during services as things ran late. Um, But they're also memories that I love. And one of my favorite things about church when I was young, when I was a child, um, was worship. And it was worshiping. It was my favorite part of every service. I love being able to go to a church service and to worship. I love being able to sing. I loved being able to to listen to, to worship music. And, and just to sing to God and just to worship him and just to be in his presence. At five years old, I gave my heart to Christ. I invited him into my life. And I remember I was sitting in our family car. And we had a kids worship cassette tape. Yes, I'm not that young. <laughs> and at the end of... <laughs> and uh, at the end of that, that tape, Um, they started to speak about Jesus and who he was and how he died so that we can, you know, live life with him. And then they asked if you you wanted to invite Jesus into your life and into your heart to to pray this prayer. And sitting in the car, I decided, yeah, yeah, I want to live for God. That's what I want to do. And so I prayed the prayer. Then when I was 12, um, I had the opportunity to start being part of the youth band here. Um, at church. A year later, I joined our Sunday service team here. Haley was there the entire time with me. And uh, every step of the way, I looked for opportunities to worship, ways to be part of worship, ways to, to, to be together with people worshiping. I used to look um, at videos and, and would listen to music whenever I could and just worship God. But in 2014, when I was 19 years old and I was working full-time, I'd moved out of home, and things had become a bit, had become a bit routine, including my relationship with God. See, being raised in a Christian home, I knew what being a Christian looked like. I knew how to play church and how to put on an appearance, that everything was all good. But truthfully, I felt like everything was falling apart. Situations in my own life had begun to become too much for me and I started to have anxiety attacks. I was constantly in a state of worry, self-loathing, 
and I was angry at God because my life did not look like what I expected it to look like. I came to a point when I didn't want to worship God anymore. I was tired and I wanted to walk away completely, not from God, but from worship, from the act of surrendering yourself over and over again to him. And throughout that year, that 2014, there were three important things that I learned about worship. And I want to share them with you tonight, if that's okay. So the first thing I learned was that worshiping God is good for us. See, worship is an act of surrendering yourself to God, giving yourself over to him, entering his presence, and it's accompanied by a physical act, so the raising of hands or the bowing down in worship to him. Worship takes us into the presence of God. It brings us closer to him. When we, take, when we worship God, we take our eyes off our situations, take our eyes off our worries, whatever's going on in the world, and who knows at the moment we have a lot to focus on. But worshipping God puts our focus on him. And through that, we allow God to speak to us and change us. In Romans 12, verses 1 to 2, it's going to come up on the screen. And it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. To be transformed, to be completely changed for the better, affected by the Holy Spirit, to be so changed that the spirit which governs our mind is renewed. When we spend time in the presence of God, that can transform and renew us. It's like when you spend too much time with someone and you start to pick up their mannerisms, you start to speak and say certain things that they say. Well, my sister, Kate, uh, who's four years younger than me, but when she was the first few years of school, she had an American accent. (laughs) She's not American. She's never been to America, but she had an American accent. That's because all of her friends were American. It's what happens when you, can't, when you grow up in Alice Springs. But all of her friends were American. So as she spent time with them, as she, she went to their houses, as she saw them every day at school, she started to sound like them because that's what she spent her time in. And it See, when we spend time in the presence of God, we change. As I mentioned before, I've dealt with anxiety and I can still do today. I'm someone who worries a lot, particularly when things go, don't go according to plan. I love plans. I love it when things run to a plan. Um, but the truth is that usually it doesn't. And over the years... I've had to learn how to deal with that, how to learn to deal with the anxiety and worry and not allow that to control me. So you may be here or watching on the live stream, hello if you are, and you understand what that feels like when it all gets a bit too much. In those moments when I feel like that, I've learned to turn to worship. When I feel anxious or worried, I worship and I spend time in God's presence. 
because that's where you find peace. That's where you find wisdom and understanding by focusing on God, by surrendering to Him, which is what worship is. So when you enter His presence and surrender yourself to Him, you give Him permission to change and affect who you are. In Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30, it says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In 2 Corinthians 3, verses 17 to 18, it says, Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed to the image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. See, God doesn't need our worship. But when we worship, we change. We can be transformed by God's presence. If we surrender ourselves and enter into his presence, he's already waiting for us. We just need to make that step. It's good for us to worship him and spend time in his presence. The second thing that I learned throughout that year was to worship God through the battles. Don't wait till it's over. In 2 Chronicles 20, we read about we sorry, we read about Jehoshaphat and the king of Judah. And uh, he heard that there were three armies on the way. Uh, to wage war against them. And in verse 2 it says, Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom and from the other side of the Dead Sea. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord and he proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek, him, to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. As we continue to read through this chapter, we see how the people of Judah and Jerusalem, Jerusalem seeked God. They prayed, they worshipped him, despite the fear and despite the worry. If we continue to read in verse 20, it says that early in the morning they left the desert. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah, the people of Jerusalem. I have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. As they went out ahead of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent ambushes against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. See, so they sought God and praised him before the battle. It was even won. Before they'd even got there, they were praising God for his goodness and thanking him. They were praising him and worshipping him despite what they saw in front of them. What they, despite the battle that they saw that was coming, they worshipped him and they praised him. Throughout the Bible, we're given examples of people who choose to worship and praise God despite their current circumstances. In Acts 16, we find the story of Peter of, sorry, of Paul and Silas who was arrested. They were shackled and they were put in prison. And in verse 25 it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. And in 2 Samuel 12 we read about the death of David's son. 
And in verse 19, it says, David noticed that his attendants were whispering amongst themselves, and he realized that the child is dead. Is the child dead? He asked. Yes, they replied, he is dead. Then David got up from the ground. After he had washed, put on lotions and changed his clothes, he went to the house of the Lord and he worshipped. So they didn't let their circumstances stop them from worshipping God. They didn't let fear and despair stop them. Instead, they chose to have faith, to trust God. And it's the same reason we sing songs that have lyrics like Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. It reminds us of who God is. It reminds us that we should praise God despite what's going on as an act of faith and believing that no matter what the outcome is, God is still good and he still reigns, he still does good. So we worship him through the unknown, through the fear and through the despair. Don't wait until it's done because the truth is, is that throughout our lives, We go through many different struggles and challenges. There are always things in our life that will give us a reason not to worship him. But we have to learn to worship him anyways. The third thing that I learned uh, throughout this year was that you can't worship God if you don't know him. Towards the end of 2014, we had a night Uh, where we spent time in prayer and worship, similar to our encounter nights that we have regularly. And uh, that night, I did not want to be there. There were a million other things that I wanted to be doing instead of being there. But I decided, oh, I worship. Why not? What, What harm could it do? And while I was worshiping, God asked me a question, which was, who am I? which to me seemed like a silly question at the time. I mean, it's God. But he kept asking the question, who am I? Who am I to you? And I couldn't honestly give an answer. I just couldn't do it. So over the next few weeks, I challenged myself to discover more about who God was. I looked over the Bible for passages that spoke about his greatness, his provision and his love, And as I did, I began to gain my own understanding of who he was. To me, in my life, as my God. And eventually, I couldn't help but worship him. Through the process of discovering more about him, through understanding what he has done and what he continues to do today, I couldn't help but worship him. And through that process of getting to know him again, I fell back in love with God and back in love with worship. So you can't worship someone you don't know. In Psalms 57 verse 7, it says, My heart is confident in you, O God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can sing your praises. See, I knew who God was. I believed in him, but I didn't know him. I didn't know that he was still active and working in my life. We need to know God if we're going to worship him. We can't celebrate, declare victory, Surrender ourselves and worship God if we don't know him. If we don't know who he is and what he's done. And we get to know him by reading the word. And in John 1.1 1, 1 it says, In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. By reading the Bible we get a clear image of who God is and his character. 
we learn that he's our creator, that he's our deliverer. He is faithful and he is true. He is the good shepherd. He is the I am. He is the king of kings and is the light of the world. He is our hope and is our peace, our redeemer and his love. You get to know who God is and believe wholeheartedly that he is the same today as he was back then. And he will be the same tomorrow and every other day after that. We need to constantly be searching for him, learning who he is. Throughout our life, our faith changes. We grow, we mature as people. And with that, we go through different struggles and we go through different hurts. And I was trying to keep my relationship and faith in God, going off an understanding I had of who he was to me at 5 and 12 and 13 years old. But the truth is that at 5, it's pretty easy to trust God. It's just black and white at 5. At 7 years old, I was diagnosed with epilepsy. And I was convinced that God was going to heal me. Why not? The Bible said he could heal, so why can't he? And I was convinced he would heal me. And six years later, I was 12 years old. I was completely and miraculously healed of that. But in the years since then, I've had sickness and health challenges that are less significant than that and have struggled to have the faith that God would heal me. We have to constantly remind ourselves of who God is, what he's done, what he can still do, because then you won't be able to help but worship him. In the midst of whatever it is you're going through, because God has always been good, he will always be good. And because of that, he deserves all of our praise and all of our worship. In Psalms 100, it says, Shout. For joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is good, is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pastures. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Does the band want to come back up and join me? Worship is incredibly important for us as Christians, worshipping God and spending time in his presence. When we spend time in the presence of God, we find peace. We find wisdom and guidance. We find answers. We change and we transform. There will all be, always be times throughout our life where we feel overwhelmed and tired And like, we just don't want to do it anymore. But the best thing we can do is to worship God and to be in his presence. Uh, We sang a song earlier uh, called, God, You're So Good. And as we were singing that song, you may have struggled to sing along with it because of whatever it is you're currently going through. But no matter what it is that you might be going through here tonight, whether you're here in the room or you're watching via the live stream with us, God is still good and is still in control. So no matter what it is you're going through tonight, worship God anyways. 
you don't know what may happen. Worship him because he is faithful and he is good and he does good. Allow yourself to focus on God rather than what you see in front of you. I have asked the band to lead us in that song again, God, you're so good. And uh, church, can I just encourage you? Will you lift your hands in complete surrender and worship to him tonight, church? Because he is good, no matter what it is we're going through, no matter what it is that's going on in our world and has happened this week. God is still in control. Will you stand, church? You might be here tonight and it's been a while since you've worshipped God. Or maybe there's something that's going on in your life and uh, it's just hard. You can't see the end of a situation and you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you're here tonight and life's great and that's fantastic. But no matter what it is that you're going through tonight, church, will you just sing to him, sing about how good God is, Sing that we are blessed because we are. Let's come on, church. We lift your hands.